Motherfucker, we tape a goddamn episode and not an hour later after yeah. we finished. It was literally like a few hours later. We recorded like that same Sunday the Oscars happened and a few hours later, fucking social media explodes with the, the goddamn slap heard around the world. <laughs> Holy shit. We don't get to talk about it for another week. How funny yeah. is that? In typical Guns and Radio fashion, we are late to the party. <laughs> this time not so fashionably late this is probably be by the time like everyone's like sick of talking about this shit yeah now here we come <laughs> yeah we love oh, us a good celebrity God. feud you know well we're gonna talk about that today and uh so much more because chris caputo has discovered something great on twitter yeah this is for all the wrestling fans that listen to us too um you, you probably already know if you're on Twitter and you're a wrestling fan, you've been seeing uh, Buff Bagwell's Twitter, which is some fucking funny <laughs> shit. Basically, old man discovers uh, <laughs> modern slang and technology, essentially. <laughs> and there's some really funny examples we're going to show you here. So if you're watching the video version on Spotify, you're going to see them too. So uh, If you're not watching on Spotify, you're going to want to roll over to Spotify for this one. I know yeah. we say that every episode, but you know what? Like, we Listen. appreciate everybody listening on all platforms, mm-hmm. uh, but there's video on Spotify. Yeah. So. <laughs> Listen, you can't get Neil Young on here, but I think we're just as good, if not better, of a replacement <laughs> than that. So, <laughs> Well, let's get her started. What do you say? Let's get right into it. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your hosts, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Are we back? We are back. And hot <laughs> gossip is afoot uh, this week <laughs> on Guns in Radio, episode number 154. I love how you've got your coffee ready for some coffee talk here. I actually got some hot chocolate here. Oh, nice. What's the weather like there? Shit. Oh, no. Is it cold? Yeah, it's it's still like we're in like extended winter slash spring where it's like some days it wants to be nice and like easy breezy. Then some days it just wants to be fucking windy and cold. So it's like make up your mind, Canada. Oh, we're doing that thing where it's like really cold in the morning and then like mm. hot as fuck in the afternoon. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we're dealing with Not that shit. at the moment. Yeah. But I mean, right now it's like 70 degrees outside. I got the windows open in the living room. I know the nice. cat's digging that. I'm digging it too. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a good, it's a good day to be, uh, to be, uh, I guess out and about. At least enjoy the weather while you watch TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the point of windows, right? So you don't have to yes. go out and <laughs> enjoy the weather. <laughs> Bring it to me. I am lazy. Yeah, uh, God forbid I'll leave my fucking house. <laughs> I mean, some people still haven't left in two years, so, you know. I know. It's been a while. Man, I'm going to tell you. That's one thing I never did fucking come back out. Because you remember when we first started doing this, some weekends I'd be like, no, man, I'm going out. Going mm-hmm. partying, doing whatever. I'd come back with stories of shit that happened at the bar this weekend and stuff like that yeah. sometimes. I don't know if we recorded any of that or not, <clears throat> but I'm sure we talked about it. Mm-hmm. 
And now, motherfucker, I don't do shit. Like, I sit at the house. I play Skyrim. I uh, do the show with you. crabs now, basically. I know, man. And I was listening to uh, I was listening to a podcast today called This American Life, and they were talking about um, uh, schools mm-hmm. uh, going back and how some kids have decided not to go back the fuck at all. Mm-hmm. And um, so... They're basically continuing. There's, there's, uh, there's schools now mm-hmm. that you can sign your kids up for if you don't want them to go back. They don't want to go back, mm-hmm. and uh, you can do all their schoolwork at home and say, "Well, fuck going back." And apparently, that's happening in a lot of places. And really? yeah, it's not really helping or hurting anything. It's just mm-hmm. a side note because. They can't keep teachers. They can't keep bus drivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's fa- everything's falling the fuck apart, and it's because people got away from the mm-hmm. grind for yeah. a little while, long enough to say, "Wait a minute, there's an alternative." Is, this is bullshit. Yeah. Why are we doing this? I don't even like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, and you know, yeah. people like you know, we've been told our whole lives. Well, you do. You got to go out. You got to work, and you got to work hard, and all this other shit. And people are like, "Fucking why?" Fuck that, bro. It's twenty twenty two. People work smarter, not harder. I think. Yeah. In some ways, in other ways, you gotta have to definitely put in the grind and work hard. But you can be a little smarter about it. There's definitely I alternatives, mean, and technology, I think, has sort of helped benefit that. There are so many people working from home now, and mm-hmm. if your job makes you come back. There's so many other companies that won't that you can just say fuck it and yeah go to another one. And people aren't doing bullshit jobs anymore for bullshit pay. Like it's took yeah. it's taking them too long. And they got Republicans bitching about everybody wanting to actually be paid a living fucking wage for doing yeah. their job. Just, and so yeah. whenever you and, and so they're and when I while they're over there blocking all the shit from happening, mm-hmm. people are just like, Well, fuck this then. We just won't go back. We've done figured out how to make our money elsewhere and now they're bitching because they won't go back to work and they're trying to put all these mandates and all this other shit on it to force them to go back in. And everybody's like, everybody living off the fucking government. Well, like, we ain't got a goddamn stimulus in like two, in like a year and a half. Yeah. So I don't know where the fuck they're getting that shit. But at the end of the fucking day, people are just fucking fed up with you and your bullshit and they're not going to. They've, they've figured out they don't have to deal with it. And you know what? I'm happy for them. I hope they keep it like this because by God, it's been an employer's job market my whole Mm -hmm. goddamn life. And finally, we're the ones in control like we should have been all the fuck along. And I hope we fucking stay that way because if you piss us off, we'll leave. Yeah. I was going to add it like what the definition of a quote unquote job is has like totally changed. People found other avenues and stuff to do like. There's so many things like I see online. It's like how to like, you know, run your own like Shopify business. So there's people like, I don't know if you've heard of like drop shipping. These people like literally will go to a store, like something that they'll find like, oh, what's like a high ticket price item on Amazon, whatever. They'll basically find it somewhere in the store and sell it for cheaper. Yeah. Like something like that. And they'll, they'll like, I've seen shit like that. Like I've seen like a dude, like this guy buys like a hundred of these. I forget what it was. Something like really cheap, like a buck 50. And he's holding for like, seven dollars on amazon and he made like 10 grand in a day dude there's all kind of shit out there that you can do that's better than dude that's the same thing even with like uh you know like the stock market like meme stocks and shit it's kind of that same thing it's 
people are like common folk like us they're sort of just taking control of some things you know and, and, and fucking good I'm, I'm glad that they're doing it because the rich motherfuckers that ain't contributed shit to society have been profiting mm-hmm. off of us for too fucking long and exactly. fuck them that's what fuck I say fuck them all the hell <laughs> Oh man! So, what you got for me tonight? You got like tell me what's going on in the good world of uh of uh Canada? Canada? I mean, not <laughs> nothing like crazy. I don't know. Was, I, I mean, listen, Canadian politics is just like the the tame version of like your American politics. Like, there's not <laughs> enough beef to go around. Like, it's just stupid. It's nothing compared to like what what we see like on like a CNN or something. Yeah, it makes you glad you don't live in this shithole, huh? Uh, in most ways, yes. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, the guy running our country isn't isn't the best, but... Hey, at least if you get sick, you go to the doctor. That's true. We get sick, we gotta file for fucking bankruptcy. It's true, but and... we go to a doctor and wait three hours. Hey, it's better not Probably going longer. to fuck at all. Yeah. Man, fuck, I've been... I finally went to the doctor mm-hmm. um, recently. Mm-hmm. Found out my damn cholesterol is insane. Like, look at me. I'm a fat fuck. You telling me I'm paying you all this money to tell me I got high fucking cholesterol. I am 290 pounds. Actually, I'm 280 because I've lost a lot of weight recently for some fucking reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I really can't figure that out. I keep looking at the scale and it keeps going down and I'm not eating less. Yeah. I was gonna say, I'm not this, this is the start of your podcast weight loss program. Yeah, this is my podcast weight loss program. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking. <laughs> I'm hoping yeah, to God. I'm yeah, not use sick. the code GN Radio at checkout twenty percent off my ebook. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> on how I to mean, do it yourself. <laughs> if if it gets down to two fifty without fucking explanation, I'll go back to the doctor and demand a goddamn CAT scan. Bro, fuck that. Just go on WebMD. But then again, WebMD is highly yeah, no. is, is worse than Wikipedia, and they'll just tell you if you have, if like you're coughing. Oh, it's probably cancer. Oh yeah, everything's fucking cancer on yeah. WebMD. Dude, oh, I learned my fucking life. I have an upset stomach. Man. Yeah, it's probably like stage four pancreatic cancer. Yeah, dude. I had uh, I had a little bit of blood come out when I do dude one time, mm-hmm. and I got on WebMD, and I and it took a doctor getting knuckle deep in my asshole to figure out I had hemorrhoids. Knuckle. <laughs> Like, and all this could have been avoided if I'd have just not got on WebMD <laughs> and went to the doctor first. Then he could have been like, oh, look, you have hemorrhoids. Didn't have to stick his finger all the way up my ass before he figured it the fuck out. <laughs> Motherfuckers got me crawling the wall like Spider-Man while he's saying, just relax. Just fucking relax. Well, fuck you, doctor. How about we trade places here? <laughs> And this motherfucker like, oh, had big I'll hands. My family doctor do the same thing to me. Oh, this motherfucker had hands like a lumberjack. I swear to God. I, I think one of his fingers was that fucking big. At least oh, it felt like you. it at one particular time in my he life. He was roughhousing that ass then. <laughs> He's roughhousing your bussy. <laughs> bussy. <laughs> I didn't know what that meant before we kind of went over. I was going to say, it's like something you and Buff Bagwell had in common for a while. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why I didn't want to keep going in the uh when before we hit record. I didn't want to keep going on some of these because I want to save some of them for 
while we're on the show. There's some pretty good ones. There's, I, I got quite a few examples. Uh, we'll get into that. Yeah, let's but do I that. Let's read Buff Bagwell's tweet. Do you want, you want to go ahead and just open with that? Whatever you think, man. This is your bit. You do you know, it. Since we brought it up, let's we'll, we'll get right into it. You know, let let's keep the 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 people simmering and waiting for for our thoughts on on the on the slap heard around the world at, <laughs> at the Oscars yeah. that like maybe your parents probably still watch, and Harvey <laughs> Weinstein watches in his prison cell, wishing he was still there to see what young town he can you know co- coerce into fucking or something. Wouldn't it have been some shit if he'd have won an Oscar? Okay. <laughs> whatever he's banned from hollywood that's good get him out of there oh i didn't know he was banned from hollywood you can get banned from hollywood they didn't ban bill cosby Fuck him. well there's a difference harvey weinstein ran a studio and was like a, a big wig and you know i don't know what he did the Weinstein company it was his own production company and shit. I mean, like to get Near fucked Max up, films. like. Well, he was just you know position of power shit. That's all it was. He was basically position of power chicks. It's like, oh yeah, you want to roll in this film? You want to fucking suck my cock or whatever? I don't know exactly, but it, it was definitely like that shit. It was basically like a lot of oh, sexual so, harassment, sexual assault. So he's the shit. one that really got caught. Yeah, and that was like the he, bro Harvey Weinstein. That whole thing was like the catalyst of like Me Too and shit. Dude, motherfuckers have been doing that for years in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's okay. Oh, it's definitely not. It's not okay by any stretch of the And to be honest, I'm really glad that shit's got shut down. Oh, hell yeah. But what I'm saying is he wasn't the first. Yeah. And I think I he was just fucking T, he ain't the last. Oh, it was definitely a thing. Like Hollywood basically just like, you know, turned the cheek on it. But I think at that point, it was like the way like our like, you know, sort of like culture and society was going. Like, Enough was enough, and like you, it was bound to just implode at one point or another. Well, yeah, man. I mean, that's another thing. Like that's that's that. You know, we was talking about jobs and shit. Our, you know, this our generation's getting grown, and we're not putting up with the shit mm-hmm. anymore from anybody. And so, yeah, good for them. Now, I think some of this fucking cancel shit's gotten way the fuck out of control. To the point that I do not personally participate in any kind of cancellation, this bullshit, that other, because it's another one every fucking week, and they scratch the bottom of the barrel for looking for shit to cancel somebody for these days. Pretty much. And when you gotta work for, when you gotta work for a reason to cancel somebody, then there ain't a fucking reason there. Mm-hmm. When you have to dig for it, it was it, it, it was unnecessary. So now some shit happens. Yeah. By all means, fuck Harvey Weinstein. I don't even know what he did, but yeah, fuck him. Fuck, oh, dude, fuck him. Fuck him to hell. Yeah. Care. Fuck all these dudes. Like, and, and, but I mean, when, you know, like people start getting fucking canceled for shit, they said like 30 years ago and shit like that, or somebody digs up an old tweet from like 2009 and shit yeah, like, like that. Unless the person's still a piece of shit and still saying that same shit, then okay, maybe you have a point. But like, you can't, you gotta like, you know, accept the fact that people change and people can become better human beings. You know? Yeah, that's always like my like philosophy and life belief. It's you know, trying, trying to be point zero zero one percent better the next day every time you wake up. So, well, yeah, I agree. 
You try to. But, yeah, the whole cancel. And, and by the way, fuck the people that help spread this cancel, this shit, bullshit every fucking week. Because it's diluted the the whole meaning of it. Yeah. It's gotten so diluted that it doesn't mean any fucking thing anymore. Yeah. Over here having life philosophies and shit on a Guns and Roses podcast. <laughs> about, to, about to look at some tweets from an old man out of touch and shit. I was going to say, Buff Michael's not that old. He's only like in his early 50s. I don't know. But I mean, okay. like in like today's age, that's you're basically like on a fucking ventilator or something. Yeah. I mean, this is funny to me because uh, I've met Buff a couple mm-hmm. of times. And he was always real cool to me in real life. But then you read about the shit that happens elsewhere. And it's like, he's fucking crazy. And I'm like, damn, dude, this ain't the guy I was hanging with. I'm glad I didn't start rolling with him. Mm. Let's see some tweets. Let's see some tweets. All Let's right. do this. I'm excited. I got a few examples here. We're going to go with this first one here. So if you're watching the video version, you're going to see it pop up right about now. Um, so this Buff Bagwell <laughs> just learned what a vlog is. Uh, he says, back in my day, it was the black book I kept all my ladies in. What? <laughs> what is I don't a... know if that's like a, a gigolo reference or something. Oh, a vagina log. I get it. I get yeah. what you're saying. V-log. <laughs> Vlog. I get it. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Number two here. Moving on. Uh, I woke up and I'm not trending, but cuck is. I now know what cuck means. <laughs> I was gonna say buff. That's what you're doing, other men when you're probably banging their wives as a chickalo on Showtime. Oh, should I say it? What I said in the uh, in the prelim? I don't remember what you said. Chris Candido. <laughs> oh God, that was enough. A few of you will get that joke. So, <laughs> hey, he's been dead for like ten years. I don't feel the least bit bad about making that joke. It's not too soon. Yeah, that's true. Uh, moving on to the next one, though. Because it's like, he says, I'm off to bed, guys. Thank you for an amazing day. I learned bass Chad Bussy, no cap, and that everybody loves the acclaim. <laughs> so it's like he's just keeping a log of all of the shit that he learns off the internet? Pretty much. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait till he discovers what BBW means. <laughs> or BBC. <laughs> BBC and not the new and not the channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Speaking I fucked up one time googling shit because I was trying to find a nude scene with uh, uh, Piper Billy Piper from mm-hmm. Doctor Who. I knew she had one out there, and I was trying to find it. And I googled Billy Piper BBC, and uh, you know, <laughs> you know how. When it can't find the words you're looking for, it'll give you the search results for everything it can find, then cross that out. Yeah. It's, it's well, probably it crossed, like, your safe search on. <laughs> it crossed out Billy Piper and just gave me the BBCs. And that was not what I was looking for at the time. That kind of ruined the <laughs> kind of ruined the whole experience. So um, turns out for those of you listening that are curious, the show is called Diary of a Call Girl. <laughs> and uh, there's no real nude scenes, but there's pretty fucking close, close enough that you can get what you want to get out of it. So, yeah, Bertram helps you find porn to die on the uh, Guns and Radio <laughs> podcast. Dustin Bones gives you love advice and gives you, <laughs> and guides you towards 
free pornography. <laughs> Things That's to fun. not Google on yeah. Pornhub. And BBC <laughs> is one of them, unless you're into that. Uh, unless you have a VPN and you're on the UK. Like, <laughs> that's also going to show up. Make it look like it came from Chris Caputo's house. <laughs> <laughs> In this household, we use incognito mode. <laughs> oh, man. This is great. I'm digging this. What's the next right, one? Right. <laughs> Let's get the next one here. Uh, so, Grinder isn't for weed now, it's for bussy. Too much internet for me. <laughs> That's my favorite one so far. Right. Who knew Buff Daddy was all about that sticky icky in the 90s? I mean, I knew that, but not about the. (laughs) I'm surprised he ain't never done that. Like, in that fucking. Remember when he was a whore? Tell you about the time I set up a grinder account with some dude shit that sent a dick pic to my mom on Christmas. What? <laughs> I didn't ever tell you about no, that. What the fuck? So we're sitting uh about two, three years ago. We're all sitting around uh doing our Christmas thing with the family. Right. And uh I hear my mom, she goes, Oh Lord Dustin, get this off my phone. She's real southern <laughs> and everything. And I go, what? What's going on? So she hands me her phone, and some guy sent her a picture of his dick. And so I go, hang on, Mom. I'll take care of it. So I downloaded the picture of his dick off of it. Was, he sent it on Facebook Messenger. So I saved the picture of his dick, and then I went to his profile picture, and the dumb son of a bitch had his address and his phone number and all of this shit publicly oh visible God. on his Facebook. So I downloaded two or three what I felt was sexy pics of him off of his uh, uh, Facebook, and I used his phone number and uh, even had his fucking email and shit. Like, I was easily able to get all of this shit. I don't know if it was all on his Facebook, but this took me about 15 minutes to set up, and I had all of his... So I set him up with a grinder account. (laughs) (laughs) I used the dick pic and two or three pictures off of his Facebook, (laughs) and uh, I put his phone number in his bio, and I said, please text me them BBCs and them (laughs) BWCs, and uh, um I put uh call me uh call me if you want to get nasty. Yeah. Uh and like then it had like daddy in there or something. Yeah, and I put my fetishes. I like to pretend to be straight and make you want to chase me. Okay. And, oh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I got that from. Yeah. Oh my god. With Dwayne, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this happened before Rick put Dwayne on there. Yeah. And, and uh yeah, the whole I like to pretend to be straight and make you want to chase me thing came originally from uh, me fucking with this guy that sent my mom a dick pic. <laughs> and now what I like to think happened was that, cause like if, 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 if he, op- if they said to him a dick pic to his phone, then he's not interested. Mm-hmm. They're not going to keep pursuing him. He's going to delete it. You know what I mean? They're going to, he's going to say, what the fuck is that? Why are you sending me that? And then they're just going to fucking ignore him and go on about their day yeah, and, <laughs> and not waste their time on him. But 
this motherfucker, I like to think, until he changes his phone number, is just constantly getting dick pics sent to his text <laughs> message. <laughs> and doesn't understand why. <laughs> Stop the madness. Stop the dicks. Whoa, hang on a second. Oh, no, then there was an alarm, but it was just a car. It was just a cop driving by. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Finally. I can't believe I never told you that, though. That's funny. No, that's that's news to me, man. <laughs> so some, And it was Christmas, motherfucker. Who's going to oh. send a woman who says she's married in her yeah. fucking profile and everything a dick pic on fucking Christmas? That's the worst gift to receive. Even worse than <laughs> socks. Yeah. So yeah, I thought the punishment fit the crime. Yeah, I I, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. Uh, moving on to the next one here. Um, oh boy, this is a good one. So wait, they have an entire <laughs> and it's just he's screenshotting a thing of Urban Dictionary <laughs> of Badusi. <laughs> wait, what is Badusi? Yeah, uh, now <laughs> pungent odor of butt, dick, and pussy. <laughs> Oh, Badusi Bagwell. <laughs> he finds out what Urban Dictionary is. He's gonna. I love how these people are probably just sending him it. terms. It's like put in like Dirty Sanchez, go in the shower. <laughs> Imagine I was like, what the fuck are these people sending me? Dude, did I ever tell you about the wrestler we had named Dirty Sanchez? I think so. He didn't know what that meant, and <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. He told <laughs> <This is a good laughs> one. Nobody told him for like a year. <laughs> oh man! Shit. Yeah. Oh, oh this, my this, face hurts. <laughs> it's only it's only gonna hurt even more. With these. All right. Uh, where the this is like one of my favorite bits we've ever done. Yeah, and then someone responded to that tweet where he says, "Oh, there's a there's a Urban Dictionary, or whatever." When someone said, "Yeah, are you also aware you can watch porn on some websites for free?" He goes, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how do you think we all saw yours, bud? We didn't pay for it. <laughs> Wait, wasn't he in a porn? No, he was on part of some like reality show or something on Showtimes about gigolos or something. I remember him being a gigolo. Yeah, and he was doing that for a little while, I think. I'm surprised we hadn't got a buff Bagwell porn yet. I am surprised I also. So uh I mean that gigolo show is probably the closer you're gonna get to anything like it. But I don't think they actually show anything. I don't know. Listen, man, if anybody out there is really, really wanting it. It probably ain't over. We got a sunny one. I mean, it was a little too late. Yeah, they 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 paid her probably a they probably bailed her out of jail just to do it. So, look, man, I want to I want to fucking I want another Pamela Anderson porn before I die, but I don't want her to wait till she's eighty. <laughs> eh. can't pick and choose, man. <laughs> I'll still watch it. Who am I kidding? Yeah. I mean, fuck. I watched the sunny one. <laughs> Have you seen that yet? I've seen the trailer for it, and I said, who who in their right mind would pay for this shit? 
Who was it that was trying to get Jim Ross to commentate the, the oh Sunny porn? Somebody I don't know. wanted to set up a video. It's like we we'll we'll get the video, we'll watch it, we'll have two or three people there, we'll charge people to do it, and we'll get Jim Ross to commentate. I don't remember, but that would be fucking funny. <laughs> oh god, why are they doing this for <laughs> I was thinking, man, if, if Jim won't do it, Joey will. <laughs> Joey oh Styles, if he was still in the, re- if he didn't leave the wrestling business, he probably would have. I mean, Jerry Lawler probably would, but then again, <laughs> you'd probably say, "Wait, that's that's too old for me, brother." Yeah, he don't like him past twenty-two. I don't know. Him and Stacy's been. Was it Stacy? The cat? No, no, it's not Stacy. Um... I can't remember his current cat. Stacy's his ex-wife. Um, that was when he, yeah, he literally left in protest because they fired her. When they married. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah. God, I can't remember. Maybe I'm gonna Google it. I'm Why you do that? I will Why, yeah. post up the next one here because this one's a bit of a two-parter. So I'll, we'll show the first part here, and then it leads into something, some other ridiculous shit. So. Uh, Buff sent this tweet here. It's, you know, remember those vibrating WCW toys they did? Every mom in America would have had one if they made a Buff Daddy. <laughs> and then this chick responds to him, says, "Can I get one made? I'm in dire need of a nice vibrating Buff Daddy." LOL. <laughs> and his and his response here: uh, Does Buff Daddy need to get in the vibrator business now? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what was the the first one? The 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 bus bussy bussy yeah <laughs> <laughs> grinder. It's not for weed. It's for bussy. <laughs> okay, so back in 2016, they got arrested. Uh, it's Lauren now as his current girlfriend, according to Google. But I don't Ladies. recognize that girl. And. Uh, the thing I'm just reading right now says Jerry Waller and his girlfriend McBride, Lauren McBride. Oh, that's the girl he's dating now. Or I guess no. they're probably a common law or some shit. I don't know. No, it's not Lauren. Lauren's not the one I'm thinking of. Just go on Wikipedia. They probably have a whole list. <laughs> I mean, shit, yeah. this could be longer than Ric Flair's at this point. I don't know. He keeps them a while, like, in real. I mean, I make jokes about how young they are, but that's just because he's so fucking old. <laughs> I mean, fuck Ric Flair, I think, just got divorced recently. Oh, yeah, I heard about the last that, few man. Months. How bad do you got to be that you rich and fucking marry this young-ass woman who's waiting on you to die, and then she decides she just can't fucking wait anymore? Oh, rich. <laughs> that's, the, that's the reason why he has no money, is because he keeps marrying chicks. Yeah, I, I say that Ric Flair is not rich. It's probably the only reason why he went to TNA. I had to probably pay fucking alimony. I think he went to TNA because he wasn't ready to go yet. That too, I think. It was a, probably a mixture of a lot of things. A, the money. B, like, I bet, like, a WWE, they're just trying to, like, get rid of him, like, shoot him off, like, you know, like, well, throw him to the wayside. Yeah. His last what three years weren't that great we're not rick flair like yeah what was he doing he'd been he'd gone from being the nature boy to being just some throwaway mid carter essentially yeah and or triple h's manager yeah triple h's best friend yeah take that stephanie (laughs) 
Stephanie wow. cannot be Triple H's best friend. <laughs> your wife, guys, your wife cannot be your best friend. There's no situation where your best friend should be ever holding on to your dick. Ever. <laughs> your wife cannot be your best friend. Somebody calls, if I call you, we do it. I'll nothing get a hand job from my best friend. What? Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, save the best friendship for Instagram <laughs> for this. Oh, man. You got any more of those? You got one last one here. Oh, man. I mean, okay. One last one to end it all. Uh, all right. Here you go. Today, I learned what base means, and apparently, <laughs> I'm based. Two muscle emojis and the two hats. Buff <laughs> <laughs> Bagwell, based daddy. <laughs> oh, my God. That is funny to me. Like the yeah. whole. I thought the Iron Sheik had the greatest Twitter of all time. I was going to say, yeah, the Iron Sheik was great because there was two guys running it for him. This is Buff himself running this shit. Oh, it was it was somebody else. That, that ruins it for me now. Yeah, it's always been these like two guys from like Toronto running it for like years. Hulk Hogan, you pussy. Like, that's somebody <laughs> writing that for him? That's not yeah, just Yeah, it's like every six tweet. Is, it's, it's like annoying. It was like funny at first. Now it's just like meh. It's like, okay, we get it. You fucking hate Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's just like insert something topical here i break your back make you humble bubba or something i don't know fuck <laughs> this person fuck the chris rock or whatever or <laughs> fuck the hulk hogan raisin ball no good jabroni fuck justin bieber i don't know it's like insert topical thing here fuck what? fuck the president fuck this i don't know fuck the russia what do you think about this whole chris rock getting bitch slapped by will smith situation I, I see it as like I can kind of see like both sides of it where people are like trying to you know defend one or the other, but I, it's it's one of these like typical situations where two wrongs just don't make a right at this yeah. point. Like I I can see it from both sides, but it's just like they're both in the wrong and they're both fucking idiots. And uh, unfortunately, at the end of the day, I'd rather put more of the blame on the academy and like the network and shit themselves. Why was there no like security like stopping him from doing that? You just let a man walk on stage and assault another dude? Like, it's fucked up. Nobody and they're like doing, Kanye. They're, yeah, they're doing a internal review, which is bullshit. Like, they're probably just going to ban Will Smith for a few years, and that's it. <sighs> okay, I've been seeing a lot of videos where people think it's a work. Yeah, because he was like laughing at first, and then like Jada, Jada gives him the look, like the fucking death stare. He's like, "You better do something about this." I don't know, man. See, I didn't interpret it that way. Like, I think he was laughing. I don't, I don't, I don't buy. I don't read into him laughing at first too much because laughter is a social cue Mm -hmm. and instinctual in a way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he laughed because everybody else was laughing, and there was the mm-hmm. shock of it hadn't sunk in yet what he yeah. said. It was like, bitch, you know, like one of those, maybe. Like, he was laughing on cue because the dude told a joke, and that's what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do when you're, you know, yeah. you're supporting somebody. And then I think, I think what happened was. He was laughing, yes, but then it kind of it's because you know it's a beat or two in. He kind of uh, said to himself, "Wait a fucking minute," because like Jada, it hurt her. And and if you look at the video, he don't look over to Jada for no cue. Yeah, like I'm sure when the cameras wasn't on him for that split second, he might have looked over at her to confirm that she wasn't laughing. Yeah, it kind of sunk in what he said. 
Yeah. And fuck there defending woman. And then I think he got up and slapped the shit out of him before he realized what he was doing. Yeah. And I mean like and and recently too, even like he even apologized to Will Smith. So like respect on that. He actually, you know Yeah, Chris Rock apologized too. Yeah. They've both so apologized by they both now. basically apologized. But at the same time, it's just like they at least they re- both realized they were wrong and it was just like a fucking stupid thing. But Oh yeah, it was definitely stupid. It was I'll stupid. Like, that. listen, dude, don't attack a dude on national television. Like, do this shit backstage. Do it at the after party where like no one has their phone out or some shit. I don't know. Listen, man. I've been married before. Uh, and when I was married, had I been, I have been in not that same situation by no fucking means. I wasn't at the fucking Oscars. Yeah. I, well, it I was more like you. fucking family Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And, um, which, by the way, family Thanksgiving in my little world of social people mm-hmm. might as well be <laughs> the oh, fucking yeah. Oscars. I was going to say it's American Thanksgiving. That's like your second Christmas. Yeah. That's so pre-Christmas. There was an incident that occurred at family Thanksgiving with my ex-wife's family where somebody said something to my wife at the time. And... I didn't necessarily appreciate what they'd said, and I let them know in front of everybody in not the exact same fashion, but a very similar one, that uh, you wouldn't go talk to my wife like that. And so from that perspective, I can see Will Smith's side of things. Hmm. Had it been me sitting there and in the front row and all that shit and comedian come up and say some shit about my wife, which by the way, she ain't shaving her head cause she thinks it looks cool. She's shaving her head cause she's got a disease that makes her hair fall out. Yeah. And like, let's say there was something similar and my wife comedian made a joke about it. And, it was something that just cut like that, like that, you know, was just mean and wasn't even funny. Like if it'd been, if it'd been a funny joke and that's, that's another thing. If it'd been funny, if she, if, if it had been funny, yeah, that'd have been one thing, but it wasn't even a funny joke. It was just a mean joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have probably, I, I don't think I would have been able, I, I, I would have got, I would have done slap the shit out of him before I knew what I was doing too. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I've I've been there. I've done similar shit in defense of my own wife at the time. Not married now, was married before. And you don't, when that happens, one, you're not expecting it. You don't have time to prepare for it. You don't, you don't mm-hmm. think about what you're going to do, what yeah. you're doing. It just happens before it fucking before you have a say in it, before you come back down instant reaction kind of thing. You got to do it like within like a snap. And you know what? That is Will Smith's reaction is the right reaction. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. His reaction to somebody insulting my wife and did, you know what I mean? Did like that. Mm -hmm. And I got up and slapped the shit out of him before I realized what I was doing. That's the appropriate reaction. 
And if and if and if you out there and you've got a girlfriend, I maybe a serious girlfriend, I probably wouldn't do it for some side bitch, but mm. like <laughs> somebody that is that close to you that you really care about, and somebody fucking does some shit like Chris Rock did, and you don't get up and slap the shit out of them before you have a chance to catch yourself, like you don't, you know what I mean? Like, like even if he'd have stopped halfway. If he would have caught himself before he got up to Chris Rock and slapped him and turned around and sat back down, I still would have had the same respect. But no, man, you don't care about somebody if you don't like, like you can't control it. It ain't something you, it ain't, you can say toxic masculinity and throw all this bullshit out that people are saying these days. But at the end of the day, his reaction was the right reaction. You gonna insult my wife? Fuck you. Yeah. Like, say it again. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. I, I, I can kind of see why. I all I I can see why he's going to react that way. I feel like do that shit though, like not in a public forum. Do it well, you ain't going to be mad anymore by the time you get to the after party. You've had time to calm down then, and then you ain't going to slap him at all. Then you're going to say, "Hey, look, man, what you said was not right, and you need to go over there. And you need to tell Jada, you know, like that." That and honestly, that's probably what should have happened. Yeah, but at that particular moment. Shit just escalated too quick, and he got too hot too fast. Mm-hmm. And when a dude gets too hot too fast, shit tends to happen like that. Yeah, and absolutely. and then he calmed down and he apologized, mm-hmm. and <laughs> he worked it into his speech, kind of, <laughs> sort of, yeah. But I mean, yeah. it's a professional environment. That yeah. speech was already written. He wasn't going to deviate from it too damn much. Mm-hmm. But I mean. You know, like, you have time to, even when I fucking got up and put her uncle in her place, I apologized, and he apologized, and Mm -hmm. we was all, like, this is a normal fucking thing. It is, I think, like, it's why, like, it's such a huge thing everyone's, like, fucking talking about. Because, like, it it could happen to me or you, anyone, any one of you people listening to as well. Happen to anyone. Mm -hmm. It's happened to all of, uh, most of us at least once, something similar like this. I yeah. guarantee if I disrespected your girl, no matter who I am, me and you is like fucking tight. Mm-hmm. And, but if I disrespected your girl, like you probably get up and slap shit out of me before I, before you realize what she's doing. Then you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I do. We'd both be mad for a minute and eventually we both going to start thinking and I'm going to say, I'm sorry. You're going to say you're sorry. We're going to go back to being friends. Yeah. I mean, Essentially. I think it's just like, maybe it's a male thing. I don't know. I think it's just an anger thing. I think it's just, an instinct thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I it was definitely got, instinctual. Like, it probably wasn't wasn't the right sort of instinct to act. Oh, on it wasn't probably. the right thing to do by no mm-hmm. stretch of the imagination, but it was the right reaction to have. Like it was not a crazy situation. Is what I'm is what I'm trying to get at. Like mm-hmm. this is some shit that would normally happen at Redneck Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> and it just happened at the fucking Oscars. Yeah, it would happen. Wouldn't happen at like some like very fancy like black tie affair, you know? Yeah, you wouldn't expect this shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This, this this can't be the first motherfucker got slapped at a bitch slapped at a black tie affair. I don't. <laughs> yeah, but not on camera. They probably did it like backstage or something. It's usually the woman doing the slapping because you all the time seeing some man get his wine thrown in his face. Listen, at least rock stars have the DC to do it backstage or at an after party. <laughs> like Vince Neil and Axel Rose. And Izzy Stradlin. <laughs> oh, wait, that was Kurt Cobain. Was that Kurt Cobain and Izzy Stradlin that got in the fight? No, it was Vince Neil and Izzy Stradlin. 
Oh. Well, because I think Axel and Kurt Cobain, like, exchanged some words and shit, but... And Duff tried to get all, like, big league, like, fucking Nirvana's bassist, and then, like, nothing happened. <laughs> you know, I just want to step in and say a few words real quick about the situation that happened with Izzy Stradlin. Oh, okay, sure, Vince. I mean, you, uh, you can even talk about this whole recent, uh, the, the slap heard around the world. I know you're pretty familiar with, you know, all-star celebrity feuds, so I'd like to hear your take on this. Well, you know... I just want to say, as a man who's been slapped once or twice in my life, um, that, you know, Chris Rock was, uh, he should press charges. I mean, I press charges against every woman that's ever slapped me. And uh, that's why I'm in court every other fucking week. Uh, but then this whole Me Too thing came along, and so I kind of had to duck out on that. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to say that, you know, what happened between me and Izzy Stradlin was completely born, blown out of proportion. Okay, all he did was he gave me a little jab and, you know, people said I cried and I peed my pants and that is not right. I was not crying. He hit me in the eye. My eyes watered up a little bit and I didn't pee my pants. I mean, a little bit of pee came out, but I did not pee my pants. All right. That's your side of the story. I'll take your word for that then. All right. That's enough Vince Neal. (laughs) Vince Neal. (laughs) What a gentleman! <laughs> I know, right? I mean, I, I, I was going to mention, like, since he's now now not at quarter for the week, that's why he has time for the adult spa. Ah, uh, yeah, I think he yes. was calling from the adult spa right there. Yeah, I, I think I heard like a faint hot tub sound in the background, some sizzling uh, in there. Could be. <laughs> it was a whirlpool lounge. We'll have to remember that when he calls in the next time. <laughs> Put in like oh, fart sounds, make it sound like you shat in the pool or something. Well, I set my point of view, and like, what what do you think? Am I wrong? Am I just being an asshole? Like, no, I mean not entirely. To me, I see it's like they were both kind of in the wrong in a way, and that's like you know I always believe you know two wrongs don't really make anyone right. Um, so, that, like, they're both, like, at fault. No one really won in this situation. And at least they both, you know, are, uh, for lack of a better term, like, man enough to know that they were wrong and they apologize. And now it's something that's just, like, whatever. I blame more or less the, the Academy and the Oscars themselves for letting something like this fucking happen. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if this was, like, some, like, pre-written joke or something. Like, but they just threw it out there to get a reaction or some shit like you think chris rock wrote that joke maybe yes maybe no because then people are bringing up evidence when he hosted the oscars like five six seven years ago whatever that he made similar jokes mm-hmm. so like apparently and then there's a rumor like oh chris rock and will smith had beef beforehand or some shit like i don't know but like still like if you saw him going up there to fucking slap a dude wouldn't you not like have security to be like yo chill Step in between and don't let this happen. Well, that ain't nothing like that ever happened before. That's like, true, but for, still. I mean, for all they knew, he was going up there to be like, hey, you son of a bitch, I'll take you to the moon or something you like that. You literally could have stopped it before it happened, and it wouldn't be this whole blown out of proportion thing. Yeah, 
But he could have, but like, if it would have been a funny joke, Will Smith could have went up there on stage and gotten his face, but like, hey, now and made it funny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, dude, stand up and say, yo, don't talk shit with my wife. Don't fucking have to go up there in his face. Like, eh. I don't know. You know I what? Mean, At the end of the day, they're both wrong. They're both fucking idiots. Um, the only difference is uh, Will Smith's been good at crying for the last few years. And, uh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry to say it, but he's a fucking cock, so. I wouldn't have cried. I wouldn't have cried the slightest bit. I would have apologized when I calmed down, but yeah, I, I and I would have apologized only because I felt bad or I felt embarrassed because mm-hmm. I, I believe he's embarrassed. I do believe that. Oh, for sure. I mean, like when just the last few years of like Will Smith's life has been just fucked. Well, I mean, there's all kind of shit that, and everybody keeps saying like, yeah, you can fuck my wife, but don't talk shit about her. Like, their fucking sex life and their fucking the way they do things mm. in their household ain't nobody's fucking business. That ain't yeah. got shit to do with it. But like, at the same is, time, though, it's kind of like it doesn't make sense. I mean, I don't see how if they want to have an open marriage and that works for them, mm-hmm. he shouldn't still be defending her because he still loves her. He wouldn't be married to her. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you can love somebody, you can be in that open relationship and still love somebody. I mean, that, that's still, you know what I mean? Like, your partner and stuff, you just, you know, you don't give a fuck what they do on the weekend when they ain't around, and they don't give a fuck what you do when they ain't around, you know? Yeah, I, I, I don't know, That's that, that their shit is not my thing, but kudos. Their but, shit is definitely not the, the norm. <laughs> yeah, but be able to take the heat and flack for it, that's all I'm going to say. yeah. Well, that's part of being a fucking celebrity. And I think if he yeah. made a joke about Will and been like, hey, man, I see you're doing Fresh Prince again. Some things never fucking change, you know, yeah. or some shit like that. Made fun of him. That, mm. Oh, damn. I fucking <laughs> put my knee on the table. I think if he'd have done something made fun of Will, there wouldn't have been an issue at all. Yeah, there wouldn't have been nothing. Uh, but, you know, like, it's the same thing. I go back to that that Thanksgiving when I got ugly at my girl wife's uh family get together uh if they'd have said something to me there wouldn't have been an issue mm-hmm. uh, i'd have probably laughed it off and shit but they didn't they chose to go after my wife and i decided that wasn't cool yeah yeah well, what else we got to talk about uh not much i think we can get right into the song review to be honest what song are we listening to today? The Dissident? The Dissident by uh, Slash Mouse Kennedy and the Conspirators. Nice, nice. Back on our, is... uh, our World on Fire shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pull it up real quick. The it's it's Dissident... been a while, I think, since we reviewed a song from this album. From World on Fire? What was the last one we did? I don't remember. I know we did, like, Wicked Stone. I think the last one we did was, like, Automatic Overdrive. And that was, like... <laughs> Maybe end of season one, beginning of season two. Oh man, that's been a while. It's been a while, and like I purposely intentionally didn't pull anything for Shawcast from that album because, like, as I've said a million times on the show already so far, it's like my favorite of the Conspirators albums. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, we also I, did Beneath the Savage Sun. I forgot about that one. When did we do that? That was like one of the early episodes. Then we were like thirty episodes deep when we did that one. Huh. When we that must have been when we first decided to bring in solo material to stretch out the show a little bit. Yeah, it was like right, like a few months afterwards. 
which I'm really glad that we did because I've mm-hmm. discovered so much new music. I didn't know Loaded sucked. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know Loaded sucked. I didn't Put know Izzy had. that show t-shirt. <laughs> Before we started doing that, I, I mean, I knew I'd never bothered to listen to it, but I didn't understand, you know, exactly why. Yeah, same here. I mean, like, the, I think the only thing we probably knew was like, oh, Slash makes some really good fucking solo shit. And then that's about it. Yeah. It's like you know, right. for me, it's like, oh yeah, I'll probably listen to Steve Nather shit, and they'll like never do it, and it'll be like sixty-five on a rocker chair. I've got time <laughs> now. Put up my Spotify, young boy. <laughs> what is this bullshit? Why does this sound like two thousand and twelve? <laughs> I don't like that year. Everyone was thinking about the end of the world and, <laughs> and dying and shit, and they made really horrible movies about. Yeah, the mind apocalypse. They all sucked. <laughs> Especially that one with John Cusack. <laughs> I remember uh, New Year's Day 2013. I had just been to a fucking huge New Year's Eve party. And me and my buddies were all hung over to the point we couldn't move. And we laid on the floor watching 2012 documentaries on January 1st, 2013. Oh yeah, because Netflix hadn't took all those the world's going to end in 2012 shows off of uh, their shit yet, mm-hmm. and so yeah, on January 1st, 2013, we laid there watching the fucking 2012 documentaries all day. Yeah, and then I posted. I think I tweeted that day, and I said, you know, I've been sitting here watching all these 2012 documentaries while I was hungover, and you know, I think there might be something to this. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking 2012. God. What a year. Uh, you ready to get in? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get into this review. This is going to be a good one. I, I remember this song. It's a good one. So. I like it so far. Yeah. Fun <laughs> fact, I actually have the lyrics pulled up here. I thought this was like some like... When listening to this before, I'm like, this is like some randomly sampled thing from some random song no it's actually todd curtain's doing this intro what's he saying <laughs> a conscientious objector hey mama go and grab the tractor daddy says i gotta till these fields tonight and he's just talking about where the fuck's my tractor and all this shit so i don't know <laughs> all right i'm gonna rewind now <laughs> i'm gonna rewind and do it again This is Scott Todd Kearns. Apparently. I wonder what a Todd Kearns Kearns solo album will look like. This is it. Oh, it would be awesome. Get him covering other Slash stuff. Like this. Like this. (laughs) Have him just do Dr. Alibi and all the the solo Slash stuff. We read all all those guest singers. Just have him imitate those guys. Just find me an alibi. Jenny, Jenny, who can I turn to? (laughs) 
very fucking catchy like this could have been like a, a single that could release to radio like off the album and i feel like it should have been i'm kind of, yeah i'm kind of digging it like just from that opening riff um even like miles kane the chorus you know whoa yeah that's something catchy people could fucking sing along with i mean i don't hate that shit i listen to the misfits so. that's true it's work it works man harmonies and melodies bro you match that shit together Oof. yeah make a good song Damn take right. notes stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> Damn right, I agree with that. <laughs> Father said it's time to be a man to serve for what you know. So I got up and I slapped the shit out of that motherfucker for talking shit about my wife at the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> and then the internet forced me to apologize to later. <laughs> <laughs> the next day. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're recording this the next day. Yeah, like literally. Oh, well, two days after it happened. So was it? Has it been two days? Yeah, I've been laughing at this. We for record two days. on a Sunday. We're on a Tuesday right now, bro. Huh. Well, you know what I was doing when we got done. So <laughs> it's been two days of that. Hanging so. with Buff Bagwell, finding out that grinders for pussy <laughs> not weed. <laughs> Smoking dudes I, I didn't always know what Tinder was, though. Did I ever tell you the story about the first time I got on Tinder? Oh my god, I I don't think I've ever told you ever told me this or okay, so I was this married. All right, I was married at the time, and everybody was on Tinder, and everybody was talking about Tinder. So I thought hmm. it was a new social media like Twitter. Yeah. So I signed up, and then I signed up, and it said, "What do you want to see, men or women?" So I didn't realize what I was saying. So I was like, "Both, I guess." Why the fuck are you asking me that? Because I got a lot of friends, and then I and then I saw all my buddies on there. So I'm like liking all my buddies, swiping on them, trying to because I thought we was gonna be friends now. On <laughs> and uh, one of them ended up texting me and was like, "Yo, dude." Uh, I saw you got a Tinder account, and I was like, "Yeah, man, did you did you add me?" I, I tried to add you on there, and they was like, "No, I didn't." And I was like, "Oh, dude, why not?" And he was like, "Dude, do you know what that is?" And I'm like, "No." And he's like, "I was like, I get." Well, I didn't say no because I thought I knew what it was. I thought it was fucking social media. I was like, "He's like, yeah, it's like Twitter and shit." I guess I ain't figured out how to post on there yet, but whatever, we'll figure it out. And it was like, dude, it's for meeting up and fucking. And I was like, oh, shit. So I quick, I, I had to delete it real quick. And then uh, my wife was there, like, because she was there when I got the phone call. And she was like, what's going on? Like, what's up? And everything. And so I was like, hang on. I'll tell you in a minute. So I had to figure out how to delete the fucking profile altogether so other people wouldn't see it. And then I had to delete the account and everything and get completely and then I deleted the app and so i finally told her i just told her the truth and i was like listen this is what happened and she thought that was the funniest shit 
in the fucking world. And I was embarrassed by it, but like, yeah. at the time. But like she was telling all her friends and shit. And I'm like, don't tell every fucking <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is funny though. <laughs> so that was my one day short lived tender experience when it first came out and i was lucky enough to have a friend good enough to see me on there to call yeah. me <laughs> and knowing i didn't know what the fuck i was doing before <laughs> too many other people saw all right i'm gonna hit play again father does not understand my conscience won't let go don't believe Yeah, can read us some lyrics. Hell yeah! Uh, these are actually like I actually finally decided to do the research and be like, what the fuck is dissident mean? So oh. uh, for those that didn't know, I didn't know until like ten minutes ago. I said, let me actually search this. The song's been out for like ever. I didn't even know what the fuck the, the word, the title meant. Uh, so dissident, a person who opposes official policy, especially that of an uh, authoritarian state. Hmm. Or base that's the noun, and if you use it as an adjective, it's to be in opposition to official policy. Well, read us some lyrics then. Let's see if we can yeah. piece that together because I'm not oh, hearing yeah. that in these lyrics. Looking at the lyrics actually does fit in really well. We'll start from the first verse. Um, and it's not a fr- sorry, and it's not that I'm afraid to die. I stand up for my own. There is something that I can't deny deep within my soul. I don't believe at all in what we're fighting for. And I can see that we were wrong. And then the chorus uh, and the bombs keep falling in the dead of the night. I'm singing. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't catch it in that part. Yeah. And I guess I've never stopped believing that love can survive. Whoa. Okay. So that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm digging it so far. It's really good. Just like the riff, everything, just how it's structured. Mm hmm. Especially now we're getting to that bridge and the solo, I believe, is a pretty good one. All right, well, we'll hit play and let's get into it. Little time. Oh, almost. Before we do, Miles has some fucking chops on him. Dude, he's got range on the song. You got a high note? Yeah. I've been saying all along, man, people give Miles in this community shit all the fucking time just because he's not Axel. Exactly. And really, when he's singing songs that are made for Miles and not weren't made for Axel, it's night and day. Yeah. Because like this is stuff you, him and Slash basically just write. Like all the SMKC albums were like that, unless they get input from some other band members. But it's like ninety yeah. percent, ninety five, even probably Slash and Miles just writing lyrically, musically, whatever. 
Yeah. Well, they're doing a fine job, I think. All right, let's hit that solo. the transition there oh it's perfect you get more of that same riff the do 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 and then right into a solo we got a nice little bridge sort of yeah like this is like very like radio friendly and that's why like i said earlier this would be like a perfect even like a third or fourth single if you really want to extend promoting this album could have definitely been on like uh some sort of modern rock radio or whatever at the time oh yeah Uh, i'm digging it i'm all right let's wrap it up Never stop believing that love can survive singing Did this album chart? That I have to look up actually. Hang on, I'll look up World on Fire. I'd be interested in knowing that. That's the dissident. Yeah. Uh, slash. Okay. Miles Kenny and the Conspirators. To answer your question, actually, here on commercial performance, World on Fire entered the Billboard 200 at number 10, selling 29,000 album equivalent units. I guess that's what they do now to offset like streams and stuff. Yeah. Um, in this first week of release, in the second week, the album dropped down to number 37. Okay. Like it was a good first week, then it kind of dropped. <clears throat> um, and then it dropped to 66. Um, to do as of January 21st, 2015, World on Fire sold more than 80,000 copies in the U.S. In Canada, the album peaked at number four on the Canadian Albums Chart. In the U.K., it peaked at number seven and certified silver by the British phonographic industry. Yeah. Then it gives me all the peak positions for all the, the places it charted at. Rock and roll is still popular everywhere, but America for some damn reason. Yeah, well, it, this album hit number one in the U.S. Top Hard Rock, and oh, it hit okay. number one in Sweden and Switzerland. Okay. Well, let's do final thoughts on the song. Who's going first today? No, I'll, I'll let you go first. All right. Um, well, I thought that basically it was... Um, it wasn't by any means a banger, I don't think. Like, it wasn't, I wouldn't put it in there with like fucking Night Train or anything, but it's not a channel changer either. Uh, it's a really, I enjoyed the song, man. I was having fun. That's another, we know we talk about when it's a good song. It's hard to do a podcast. You just want to listen to it. I just wanted to listen to the song. I'll probably go listen to it again after this so I can. Uh, hear it but my initial having this is literally the first time i've heard this song 
I have not heard this before. Even though I own the record, I haven't actually heard this song before. And if I have, I don't remember it. But I don't hate it. I like it. Uh, I think it's pretty good. I'll give it a three and a half. Ooh, okay. And that's my review. Alrighty. Um, I think I'm going to go like even more than the three and a half because I think I feel like probably with my bias, I've listened to the song like a shit ton of times. As I've mentioned probably a million and like 12 times on this podcast, you know, World on Fire <laughs> is my personal favorite of the uh, Conspirator album so far. Uh, the song just from like top to bottom is fucking kick ass. Um, I still don't get with the fucking whole intro with Todd Kearns there, if it actually is Todd Kearns. <laughs> That's what it says on Genius, so I don't know. But now that I actually know it's Todd Kearns, you know, like, kudos to him, man. He'll get points for that. Um, so I, I was originally going to go like four, four and a half. You know what? Fuck it. Full five out of five. Uh, the, the riff is just catchy. Oh. It, dude, Miles with the vocals matching sort of the uh, the the key and the beat and the tempo there of the song as well. It, it feel like this is like when Slash finds like the right sort of singer to mesh his riffs and style with, it oh, works yeah. really well. I'd say like even the stuff with Axel back in the early days, Miles Kennedy. And I know we mentioned over and over again, Rod Jackson during that second snake pit album. Mm-hmm. That's that's chef's kiss. A plus tier right there. This is a five out of five for me. I love the song. It was to it probably God knows how many fucking times. It's definitely one of my most listened to slash songs. I'd say. Maybe the old timey shit was supposed to be like, because, you know, we had two world wars practically back to back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, back when all that music was going on, that type of music Mm -hmm. was during a very war-y time in our history. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's what they were trying to communicate with that. Definitely seems like it. And like, now that I actually like, put two and two together what the word fucking dissident actually means it very much fits in well meshes with those lyrics yeah well what did you guys think let us know links are in the description to get to our discord and everything else to communicate with us we hope you will do so uh we look forward to hearing from you uh we're about to spin the wheel and find out what we're going to do next week but before we do we made a little announcement on shotcast saturday this week yeah last um, week by the time this year yeah well yeah well yesterday or two days Mm -hmm. ago yeah um that we think that you guys if you didn't listen to shotcast we should probably tell you what that announcement is here we probably should have done it at the beginning of the show but we were too excited to talk about Um, yeah (laughs) just to remind everyone um so shotcast is going on a bit of a seasonal hiatus right now um we're basically starting the spring slash summer of dizzy um yeah so for those who were on our patreon you remember getting dizzy with it which is our video only exclusive show there um but we are bringing it now to the masses to everyone on spotify everywhere wherever you listen to us you're going to get that now every saturday we're going to be uh re-uploading re-airing season one uh week by week that was we did i think 13 or 14 episodes right there i don't remember either (laughs) It was what well, we did. It was 13 songs. Then we did a 14th one just to sort of wrap up the album, give our final thoughts on it as well. And yes. then following the end of that, of the rebroadcast of getting dizzy with it, we're going to have a season two. Getting dizzy with it is returning for a second season. Um, we're not doing an actual second dizzy reads album. We're going to do it a little differently. Uh, so we're going to be covering hookers and blow. They did an entire album of covers 
And we're going to be uh, covering that uh, week by week, track by track in our second season of getting dizzy with it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I gotta, find it. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to have to find that intro and get it on wow, here. That was good shit. <laughs> Do I still have that on here? Maybe. No, I don't. No, oh, damn it. Ah, shit. I don't think I do anyway. No, it's not here. We'll get it. We'll get it all together before then. I love how we decide to bring getting dizzy with it to, uh, and by the way, season two of getting dizzy with it will not be behind a paywall. Like season one was, it will be free on Spotify and wherever you get your podcast, just like everything else that we put out. So that's good news. Uh, look forward to that. We are phasing out our Patreon. So, Mm -hmm. um, in the future, all of our content will be free and available to you on this feed. So, with that being said, uh, I'm excited for it. I'm really, I'm actually looking forward to doing season two of getting dizzy with it, even though sometimes those nights got fucking long. <laughs> oh, super. Because <laughs> as you'll you notice, listen- halfway through the first season. <laughs> we got crazy on getting dizzy with it and i'm excited to see what we'll come up with to get crazy with on season two because it ain't guns and radio so it ain't gonna be guns and radio it's gonna yeah. be its own thing do especially and, for us to sort of re-listen rewatch and sort of relive that again it's yeah been a while so i'm definitely looking forward to you know re 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 yeah. whatever you know <laughs> there's all kinds of guests that come in yeah. on the whim <laughs> and, say, uh, some people even made their debuts actually as guests on there yeah so it's going to be real exciting to uh uh be bringing that to you uh in its entirety for the first time so most people most people that listen to our stream are going to hear getting dizzy with it uh for the first time in place of Shotcast saturday so yeah. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm lo- I'm looking forward to to rewatching a lot of these too. I'm not gonna lie because it's been long enough now. It's been what a year since we made this show. Yeah, it's been over a year actually. Well, Just about over. I think a year. Wow. We started so, I think sometime around this time last year, March 2021. I believe was the first upload. I think. Oh wow! So yeah, it's been over a year then. So I'm excited, man. Personally, so we hope you enjoy it. And if you're listening to getting dizzy with it and you think, wow, they went off the fucking rails and they got crazy, it was behind a paywall at the time. That's, that's why <laughs> we <laughs> never <laughs> anticipated <laughs> that we were going to bring this <laughs> here. Not at all, man. So Not at all. I don't know what we can expect to to go on. Like, you'll hear me just call random ass people and ask yeah, you sending the, the link to everyone on your Facebook. <laughs> We, well, see, we would tape getting dizzy with it. We'd get halfway through the show, and I'd realize, okay, we've done the show now. Fuck it. Let's go hog wild for the next hour and a half. And, and, yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the end yeah. of getting dizzy with it is where the crazy shit happens. The happened. lengths vary. We started with, like, 15, 20-minute episodes, and there's one that goes, like, an hour and a half. And then, yeah, we say, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> stupid and you remember at the time we were still doing gn extra so we do guns and radio gn extra Shotcast okay. saturday and yeah. getting dizzy with it we'd be sitting here like by the sleep deprivation was kicking in uh it was yeah, a school was night it was <laughs> so yeah i'm kind of excited because i i don't think i've gone back and looked at getting dizzy with it since uh since its initial airing so I'm kind of uh, excited to see what I looked like, what you looked like. You, know, you don't look that different to me, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't ever remember you you changing, but I Not change much. every fucking I don't know. few I months. I used to have a, a, back, a green screen background. Now it's just 
here's my wall here's my window you know what i like it so much better this way yeah it 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 connects us into reality you know what i mean for sure but uh fuck yeah getting dizzy with it starts this this saturday this coming saturday you're gonna hear the very first episode over on our on our feed wherever you get our podcasts so yeah be uh be looking for that and uh do you want to spin the wheel and say what we're doing next monday hell yeah let's spin that wheel brother let's see what's going on on 155 all right so we're gonna do raven by easy stradlin raven raven is it it, wow quoth the raven nevermore is he (laughs) stradlin I guess so. I've never heard of this one, but we will. Yeah. Well, we never heard any of Izzy Stratton, so basically it's all new to us. Uh, we didn't hear much of it. So. Yeah, not at all. I'll have to look up the lyrics, see if it's just him repeating the same words. Raven! That's so Raven. What about me? What about Raven? Or he was just inspired. Like He saw a bird, he's like, I'm writing a song about you, bird. <laughs> You're on my next album, but it's only on iTunes. I remember one time in school, I got in trouble and I had to stay in at break and I had to write a poem. The teacher made me write called Ode to a Dove. And I wrote, Little Dove in the Sky, why you do that in my eye? Little Dove in the Air, why you do that in my hair? Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if izzy comes up with something similar for ravens i'd love to see if our creative juices kind of intertwine right there that'll be <laughs> i hope so interesting episode <laughs> yeah getting dizzy with it starts this saturday and if you're listening on this feed right now and you're already subscribed you don't have to do a thing it'll come to you in your subscriptions just like everything else we do Mm -hmm. and if you're not subscribed yet go on ahead and subscribe because you ain't going to want to miss getting dizzy with it when it comes out this saturday and next week on guns and radio we're going to be reviewing raven by izzy stradlin but all of that is what's upcoming but for today unfortunately that's all we got for you folks yeah we went an hour 20 man we went fucking long today yeah, we did go long. I don't know if it's just because I'm drunk and rambling or what, but uh, <laughs> Dustin, that's you every week on this podcast. Come on, this is true, man. This is true. <laughs> that's why you got to reel me in, man. You got to say, "Shut the fuck up, Bones." And, and... no, man, <laughs> people love hearing us talk. Come on, that's why we have like nearly ninety thousand plays. Thank you, by the way. We're getting close to another bonus show. So, yes, we 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 are very pleased with the community that has been built around our show. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here for this episode. And until next time, I'm Dustin Bones, and I am Chris Caputo. We'll see you next week. We'll be reviewing some Izzy Stradlin. We are going to be re-airing, getting dizzy with it. So get fucking dizzy with it starting this Saturday. And uh, yeah, until then, guys, keep it locked here. Subscribe, stay safe, and peace out. And keep on rocking in the free world. Not on Spotify. <laughs>